Hey guys, it's C.S. Joseph with csjoseph.life doing another lecture on our uh, Virtue and Vice series. We just finished doing the ENTP and uh, I had to take a day break because getting only 17 hours of sleep in uh, five to six days time, not very fun. So, starting to acclimate just a little bit, but uh, not as much as I uh, would have hoped, but that's fine. So, tonight's type that we're going to be discussing is the ENFP, also known as the Advocate. Uh, some people call it the Champion type, which I mean, okay. I could say that about ESTPs, but Advocates are all about advocating ideas, uh, similar to their... Uh, personal core philosophy, but that's more INFP-ish. You know, them NFPs, I guess. But from an NFP point of view. So, ENFPs, they got a virtue and vice like everybody else. And uh, they are a starter type. This is going to be the uh, last of the starter types uh, in this lecture. The starter type, uh, informative, initiating movement, all about putting that huge amount of energy at the beginning, right? And uh, not so much uh, effort in the end. So, why does that mean and why is that relevant? Virtue and vice. So, the virtue of the ENFP is charity. ENFPs can be the most charitable of all the types. Which kind of seems like a little interesting, right? It's like, wait a minute, what? Really? ENFPs? Charity? Why not the ESFJ? Why not the ENFJ? Well, caregiving and uh, benevolence, yeah, they're certainly charitable, but ENFPs take it so much further especially when they're involved with activism or, uh, you know, pushing out their belief system or their philosophy to other people. Uh, charity is a big deal to them. The reason is because ENFPs really, really love receiving gifts. They love receiving gifts. It's kind of like their primary love language, right? You know, gift giving, they like to be on the receiving end of the gift giver. Funnily enough, that's ENFJs, ENFJs as, uh, as they really love to give gifts, but ENFPs are all about receiving gifts. But because they receive so much in gifts, they can give gifts and they can become super charitable because ENFPs after a while, they become really grateful for what they have, right? They become very grateful and they like to express gratitude. And one of the ways that they do this is being charitable to others, right? So this, their charity comes out in like a lot of ways. Uh, one of the ways that they come out is uh, that it comes out is through but uh, the train is not exactly ideal here. 
that's alright. At least these people are not willing to pave everything like we are. I think that's one of the reasons why Italy's so nice, right? So, an ENFP gets involved at like various events, right? Or they, they get involved with their activism. And they're always doing it from the point of view of charity, right? Charity is a really big deal. Uh, I have seen ENFPs just randomly pull out their wallet and just out of their goodwill, just hand someone a bunch of money out of nowhere. I've uh, I've seen them do these insane fundraisers, right? Where people are bringing in tons of money and that money is going directly to, say, cancer research or uh, where else? Like, I've seen them, I, to be fair, like, it's not my experience, like my experience with the ENFPs has not been the most ideal in how I can like explain, you know, hey, they're really charitable here, they're really charitable there, because mostly the ENFPs in my life have been like super involved in church, right? And community development. And that's where a lot of their charitable efforts go, right? So I'd see one doing a fundraiser for a church or for the local homeless shelter. Um, or for the local sports team that kids were involved with, maybe even the Boy Scouts, etc. Um, but they can really drive the bus when it comes to being charitable. If there's any way uh, charity could happen, the ENFP, like if you know that there's a charitable event of some kind, you know that an ENFP is like likely behind it, like straight up. So, and. Their charity usually comes in the form of a message. It's not just like there's it's not just that they're just gonna hand you money. It, it goes so much further than that because they're doing this with their charity to guide the thinking of others and put the right ideas in these people's, you know, heads, right? So that they can have positive change for the better. So that they can have a better future, right? And ENFPs are able to do this. The problem is from a vice standpoint, which is usually why people have huge problems with the ENFPs, is that they can go completely the other direction. And the vice of the ENFP is depravity. They can become so depraved, literally the avatar of selfishness. Uh, and they can switch from charitable to selfishness in a split second, right? So all of a sudden, they're being super charitable with you, and then something was said or something happened, and then they go insta-depraved, and they're trying, all of a sudden, they're trying to take advantage of you. They're trying to take back what they've given you. Uh, well, I grew up um, with this thing as children, and we call it, you know, Indian giving, which, you know, to Native Americans, that's probably a racist term, but the concept basically is you give something to somebody and they think that, you know, it's theirs, but then you take it back away from them, right? That is depravity, right? That's just a very simple example of depravity and how that works. So in ENFP, they become insanely depraved 
uh, to the point where their life is just this constant gravy train and all they care about is continuing that gravy train. So, for example, I knew an ENFP one time. It's uh, a really cool dude. Um, but he got really involved in the drug trade. Very involved in the drug trade. Moving many, many, many pounds of uh, drugs across borders and whatnot. He had offshore accounts. Uh, he figured out the culture of Los Angeles, like, in a serious way. Like, for example, he explained to me that Los Angeles, they don't care about money, they just care about how popular you are. But, you know, after moving to the Pacific Northwest and being in the Seattle area, uh, he said, but then I realized... Seattle doesn't care about how popular you are, they care about how much money you have, so it's a different culture. He's right. You know, and this is a guy who had a $750 cocaine habit every week, right? That's how far the depravity of an ENFP can go. So, it wasn't until he got his, uh, his girlfriend pregnant and uh, he was staring down uh, federal prison for his ways, that he got a nice reality check and changed, basically. He abandoned that life entirely. Uh, going to federal present can definitely uh, change life for a man pretty easily. So, he even wrote a book about this whole thing, actually. Although, I don't remember the title. <laughs> so, uh, depravity. So how can depravity, like, really manifest with ENFPs? Uh, I said in the uh, ENFP video that I did earlier that you have to really be careful with the fine print uh, when it comes to ENFPs. Because they get so self-centered, they get so self-focused at times, that they are completely unaware of the damage that has on other people, right? Completely, 100% unaware where it could be a problem. So, you gotta be careful of the fine print because the fine print is what protects you from their depravity because the ENFP, they know they get depraved and then they assume that everyone else around them is de as depraved as they are, you know, rationally depraved in that way. So they always insist on having fine print in their favor to guarantee that they are protected from your depravity, when in reality, that fine print only serves their depravity. It's really weird. They're kind of wishy-washy like that, you know. But yeah, they they get insanely depraved. Um, again, the gravy train. It's all about the gravy train. It's all about what makes them comfortable. It's all about what makes them feel good. It's all about the experience that they're trying to have. They can forget that their purpose is this activism. They can completely forget that they are supposed to be charitable. And I'll be straight with you, I, when I encounter ENFPs, I have met more depraved ENFPs than I have charitable ones. But I have seen ENFP charity go so far that it has changed lives.
It's unbelievable. Like, for example, there is this church that was ran by an ENFP uh, that I went to. And uh, he had this thing where at Christmas time, he would, uh, the church, he would organize the event and you get the church together and they'd give up, they'd come up with a bunch of money, right? A lot of money. And what they do with that money is that they'd go out and buy a crap ton of bicycles and then stick them on a stage and tell the audience, their congregation, to go out into the community and bring all of the poor children that they could find in and they will literally give bicycles to those children. Children that don't have bicycles, that don't have very much. And they do this on Christmas every single year. Uh, many children and many lives have been changed as a result of that kind of charity. It's it, it, it just blows me away. And that's just one example of how amazing ENFP charity can be. To the point where, you know, ENFPs, they go out of their way to feel special, right? And of course the NFJs of the world want to make them feel special, right? And then the NFJs like, oh wow, the ENFP is so smart and and he's so official and he's got he's got you know, he's got all that status and and he's so charitable, you know, they, they completely buy into that. It's just funny. It's like they look at ENFPs with rose-colored glasses and are somewhat, you know, unaware of the fact that there's a risk of depravity, right? Well, we'll talk more about that later, especially when we get to, like, the INFJ uh, lecture of the series. <laughs> because uh, it kind of fits together slightly. So... From that point of view, uh, depravity versus charity. I have this thing with ENFPs that I just assume, like when I meet them, I just assume they're depraved. I assume they're depraved until proven otherwise because I have been burned so many times by ENFPs in my life. Um, I have seen them burning other people. I have seen, like, I've been taught by many ENFPs on how to social engineer and how to manipulate the thoughts of other people, especially in in sales. So it can be it can be a serious issue because uh, one of the healthy ways that they can get their depravity out is become salesmen, right? And be involved in sales, where it's just the art of the deal at all times. That way they can walk away from the deal always feeling special, you know? Because as long as ENFP feels special, there's no need for them to be depraved. But technically, if you're meeting that requirement of them feeling special, you're kind of feeding their depravity at the same time. So it's really weird, right? You know, ENFPs, they just, they like to be comfortable. They don't like change all the time. Change is not, uh, it's not uh, the greatest thing. Uh, which can lead them to get stuck in ruts, of course, similar to ISTJs, but then again, wait, they have ISTJ subconscious, so that makes sense, right? So, ENFPs, in that way, there's just so much, there's just so much to them in that regard. Again, focus on keeping them charitable. 
as long as they feel good, as long as they feel special, as long as they're comfortable, and you keep them in that state, their needs are met, they're able to meet their own needs, etc. Uh, because of that, and you go out of your way to do that, they won't be as depraved. Um, and they will stay charitable because it'll keep them in that mode of feeling gratitude. And it is through that mode of gratitude that keeping them in that mental state, that's what really holds back the depravity and keeps them charitable, right? Because if they're given so much, they will naturally desire to give to others, right? Although that's kind of weird. They don't initiate giving for the sake of giving. It's usually their charity comes as a response. It comes as a response of how they've been treated. So the golden rule, treat others the way you want to be treated, really applies to ENFPs in this way. It, it applies to them in their charity because charitably speaking, if you're constantly giving to, the, to an ENFP, you can always remind the ENFP, especially when they're going into their depraved mode because at times, even if they're being given a lot and they're made to feel special a lot, they could still slip into their depravity mode with their vice. They could slip into their vice still. <sighs> that could be a problem, right? Well, how, what do you do? You just remind them. You just remind them, you know, and guilt them, to be honest. You guilt the ENFP by reminding them that, hey, because, you know, FE critic, extroverted feeling critic, that's their, where their guilt is. You remind them that how much they've been given, right? And the ENFP would be like, oh, yeah, you're right. I haven't given so much. And because of that, they go back in their charity mode, you know, and they are very, they're very charitable, right? So that's basically what you have to do. Um, otherwise, if left unchecked, the ENFP will just basically, <laughs> the ENFP will, uh, well, it becomes a serious problem in almost all cases for them. So my recommendation is, keep them charitable. You're going to do the world a huge favor by keeping them charitable. Help them be charitable in any way possible. Make them feel special so that they can make others feel special. It's very important because if not, you're going to find yourself seeing this ENFP just devolve into a drug lord, a shyster, a hustler, uh, Someone with a $750 coke habit every week, right? Someone with offshore accounts. Someone who's willing to go collect a debt and beat a man bloody on his kitchen floor with his son watching. That's how bad their depravity can go. And that's not me sharing that from my own experience. That's ENFPs, plural, sharing their experiences with me and sharing just how bad they've got. But when reminded of all of the good things that have ever happened to them and all the things that they've been given by others, they really feel that. And they really appreciate that. And having that reminder is exactly what keeps them from being depraved and more focused on charity. And they'll even admit it. They'll admit it. That they can get that bad or they have been that bad. Drugs, sex, alcohol, hedonism, ENFPs, 
when they get depraved, they get insanely hedonistic. You know, and I would have said that hedonism was their vice, but it's not. I'm explaining why they become hedonistic, and that's the depravity. So, the depravity is what keeps them, you know, from advancing their life. Especially, the more immature an ENFP, the worse it gets. Why? Well, think about it this way. If an ENFP is mature, he's not exactly attracting the best women, right? This male ENFP. Or if it's a female ENFP and she's not very mature, she's not attracting quality men. And these people that are low quality that they're attracting because they lack nobility or they lack beauty in some way, shape, or form, right? Because of this, they're not going to feel special. The ENFP, this immature ENFP is not going to feel special. And then they're going to develop this pattern of depravity and they're going to take it into their adulthood and it will destroy the lives of those closest to them up until the point where someone finally comes along and makes them feel special or up until the point where the ENFP realizes what they've done through, you know, feeling guilty and seek self-improvement and change. And as a result of that change, they are finally able to reach that maturity and they're able to stay in their virtue and avoid their vice at all costs. Sometimes it takes a pregnant woman to give them a wake-up call. That's just one example. And so many ENFPs I've talked to all have that same story. They didn't get their act together until they got their woman pregnant, right? I mean, that's exactly what happened to the ENFJ woman that I'm with right now. Her father's an ENFP. And uh, he didn't get his act together until she was conceived. That's just another example. So, anyway... Virtue, charity, vice, depravity. And if you want to keep your ENFP friends or lovers out of depravity, remind them of everything they have. Remind them of everything they gain. Remind them of how special they really are or how special they should feel. And by doing so, they will remember that they need to be charitable. And you can keep them from being depraved and causing other human beings around them to become depraved like them. It can corrupt others, that depravity. So, anyway, if you found this lecture useful, insightful, educational, please subscribe to the channel here on YouTube or on the podcast, or both. And uh, leave a like too while you're at it. If you have any questions about virtue and vice, depravity, and uh, charity, please leave it in the comments section, and I'll do my best to answer your questions. The next video is going to be the ISTJ. That's the next virtue advice. So I'll see you then.